Welcome to the Rock Your World Naturally podcast, the place where women from around the world come to discover God's plan for health in body, soul, and spirit. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan, award-winning author, Air Force veteran, and health evangelist. I'm passionate about sharing biblical truth, scientific research, and practical lifestyle approaches to help heal your world naturally. You're listening to podcast episode 24, my exclusive interview with Dr. Faye Obamahenti, author of Crushed to Restored, Principles of Restoration from the Book of Nehemiah. I'm your host, Rakesia McMillan, Certified Integrative Nutrition Health Coach and Health Evangelist. My assignment to the body of Christ is to help women and communities heal their world naturally in spirit, soul, and body. If you'd like to know more about how you can heal your world naturally, you can visit me on the web at rockyourworldnaturally.com. You can find me on Facebook and LinkedIn at Rock Your World Naturally and on Twitter, Rock Your World 28. Thank you to all of our new and returning listeners. The Word of God reminds us in 2 Corinthians 4, verses 8 through 10, that in this life, we'll experience some form of trials, temptations, and tests. The Apostle Paul puts it this way, We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. I was privileged to be able to interview my special guests on this podcast, Dr. Faye Obamahenti. She shares how God took her from a place of crushing to a place of restoration. Dr. Faye Obamahenti is a wife, mother, and an ordained minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. She is a passionate Bible teacher, speaker, author and is the co-founder of a nonprofit Oasis Focus Incorporated. She is the co-host of Oasis Connection, a Christian TV program, and is the business owner of Ravi LLC. She was born in Phoenix, Arizona to Nigerian parents and grew up in Nigeria with her paternal grandparents. On this podcast, we discussed her recently authored work, Crushed to Restored, Principles of Restoration from the Book of Nehemiah. Crushed to Restored chronicles her journey to wholeness from emotional and psychological abuse from her childhood. She carried the trauma into adulthood and struggled to find her purpose. She shares that her faith in God was the driving force of her healing, found through the pages in the Book of Nehemiah. Experiencing loss is something that everyone can relate to, whether it is from death, illness, miscarriage, rejection, bankruptcy, or estrangement. She explains in the book how she found healing through the wisdom found in forgiveness, prayer, personal responsibility, and accountability. Using the principles detailed in Nehemiah, she explains how the principles of restoration can help people break free and grow in a healthy emotional state. The book clearly demonstrates that with faith, 
prayer, integrity, and God's help, we all can successfully overcome any type of abuse or loss. We all can come out stronger in our love and service for God and people. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome to the show, author of Crushed to Restored, Principles of Restoration from the Book of Nehemiah, Dr. Faye Obama-Henty. Thank you so much, Rikisia, for having me on your wonderful show today. I am excited and honored to be with you and your guests. Oh, I am so excited, too. It is, again, a blessing and just to be able to host you on today. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and usually, Dr. Bohamahinti, before I start the interview, I always start with an icebreaker question so our guests can kind of get a, a feel of your heart and, and who you are. So can you share with our listeners, what are you doing in your life right now that is simply rocking your world naturally? Excellent question, um, Mrs. McMillan, to start us off and um, excellent icebreaker. And I love the name of your podcast as well, Rock Your World Naturally. Um, <laughs> since um, 2018, God has been exposing, unveiling, peeling, expounding, and taking me on an exploration of one particular scripture, which is 3 John 1, 2. And thought John 1, 2 reads, it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. Last year, I was able to um, publish something that God had spoken to me over 14 years ago um, to publish my first Christian genre book, um, detailing my experience of carrying childhood trauma into my adulthood. And so after the publishing of the book, God began to tie every single thing about my journey of restoration and wholeness together in this scripture. So what has been rocking my world naturally um, are the emerging facts from the medical world with this biblical truth in 3 John 1, 2 of what it really means to have soul care. And our audience out there, they hear that a lot, soul care. And nothing wrong with our spa time, uh, doing our nails, our hair, nothing wrong with all of that. What God has really been rocking my world with that has brought me to a deeper, intimate relationship with him is showing how he created us as humans. We're three-dimensional. We have a body, soul, and spirit. However, our soul is also three-dimensional. We have a mind, we have a will, and we have emotions. And each one of those contributes tremendously to the health that we experience. And I'm seeing the correlation in a big way because I experienced those health challenges carrying trauma for a long time. And I am just enjoying seeing 
the benefits of learning how God has intricately created the human body to heal itself when biblical truths are embraced and lived out. So I am learning some medical terminology, some facts, some knowledge, and seeing that, wow, science is just following after the word of God. God already had it all together from the beginning. Oh, absolutely. And you have just shared one of my favorite scriptures, 3 John 2. And it is so much the foundation of the work that I do here. And you hit on so many key points, and I'm going to try and unpack it a little bit at a time here. But when you said that, you know, God has created us to be body, soul, and spirit, oftentimes that soul care part is so neglected um, within the body of Christ that individuals that may have come from backgrounds that were filled with trauma um, on the on the physical side, taking care of the body, they may be well, the spirit, they're getting the word of God, but it's that soul that is lacking that that care, that attention that is so needed when it comes to our total um, healing within our, our own individual lives. Very true. That's very true. Um, it, it's not a coincidence that that is one of the major scripture and foundation of the work that you do. I believe strongly that even in this time that we're in, God is revealing those things that have been hidden for a long time in the body of Christ because mm -hmm. he wants us to enjoy all that he's had for us planned. You know, the word said so well that um, Jesus Christ has come to give us life and to give us abundantly. And mm -hmm. this is part of living that abundant life. And it's very important as he exposes the intent and the truth of scripture um, to us as children. So mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. And I think it's also pivotal too, as we are entering into 2020, as you're sharing that, you know, God is a revealer of secrets. And I think that he truly is opening our eyes in so many different ways, um, supernaturally so that we can see beyond the surface, mm -hmm. but we can really see those things that God has always intended. They're becoming clear. Um, they're coming to the forefront. There's a greater insight, understanding. It, it's where God is releasing that wisdom, that understanding, that revelation. And we're truly beginning to see Third John 2 just unfold in our very midst. Amen. Amen. That is so well said. Um, you know, to add to what we're discussing from that scripture, um, I know for a lot of our medical personnel, we thank God for what they're doing. Imagine the partnership that will really bring an explosive healing to the forefront when the medical realizes that the word of God is alive. Mm -hmm. It's not a history book. Um, because when I went through um, my restoration of, go of unpacking the trauma, one of the things, and God blessed me to work with um, Christian licensed counselors, one thing that came out to the forefront is how trauma blocks the central nervous system. And people mm -hmm. don't understand that. And the reason why it's important for us to know is because 
as you know, a lot of our brothers and sisters, they're eating right, they're exercising, and yet they have this huge assault on our health, you know, on their health. And we are asking the question, what's going on? Well, there's a lot of things going on because the way God created the human body, you know, the central nervous system houses our immune system. And our immune system is the forefront that goes to battle when anything comes into our bodies, right? Mm, That's yes. we have the white blood cells that launches an attack on anything that is um, foreign to our health. But what is really revealing um, from that scripture is the fact that trauma blocks our central nervous system. Why? Because trauma is our response to tragic things or painful things that have happened in our lives. And the immune system, the central nervous system, is a system of response. And within our soul, we have our emotion that basically responds to things. Mm -hmm. Just see how God already connected it all. Mm -hmm. So if I'm carrying trauma and I don't process my trauma, guess what it does to me? It slows and it basically inhibits my central nervous system, my immune system from being able to do what God designed it to do, mm -hmm. to protect my body from healing itself. And that's because trauma basically keeps me stuck and my emotions are shut down. And I have all those other things basically that are raging within my soul, you know, all, mm -hmm. all through there. Um, it, God's word is complete. God's word yes. is just complete. It's just complete. It's just it, complete. Uh, and what you've just shared is so powerful because there are so many individuals and there may be some of you out there that are listening right now and you are eating right. You are exercising. However, there's still things that are going on within your physical body that have not been healed your body's not restoring the way that it needs to think for a moment. Have there been things in your past that you have not allowed either the Lord or the Holy spirit to work in those areas to bring you to a place of healing and restoration so that you can be totally whole. That may be a pinpoint, an area in your life where you really need to um, either work with someone or, Seek out wisdom and guidance from the Lord to know how to go about being healed from those emotional challenges, from those emotional traumas that you've been through. Because again, the will of God is for you to experience abundance physically, in your soul, in your spirit, in every aspect of your life. He wants you to live totally in Third John 2. Amen. 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 Beautifully said. Mm. And as we are talking about this, doctor, you have your own personal account or story of how God has brought you to this place to be able to share with others. So can you can you talk with our audience about your journey to wholeness and wellness? Yes, I will be glad to. Um, 
I was born in Phoenix, Arizona. That's always the starting point. (laughs) (laughs) And um, both of my parents were here. And once I was born, things did not work out between both of them. So I was sent to Nigeria, Africa to be raised by my paternal grandparents. And I'm thankful for them. They did a wonderful job in um, raising me and being able to see the lives that they lived. My grandfather was an African Methodist um, pastor and homeopathic doctor. And my grandmother was a retired principal. So they had um, six children of their own, but I grew up first thinking I was the seventh one. I was the last one. And something happened when I was age 15. At age 15, my biology teacher invited me to a youth camp and um, my um, grandparents um, gave me the permission to go. At that youth camp, Jesus Christ met me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was lost. I was then the one that found him. He found me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, uh, something happened because, you know, for 15 years, I've gone to church. Um, my um, grandfather, like I said, was an African Methodist um, uh, minister. So I've been in church. Uh, I was part of the choir. I sang in the choir, um, went to Sunday school. However, that night um, after the play um, was um, finished, something happened on the inside of me. And for the first time, my eyes, my understanding were opened and I realized my need of a savior. I realized mm. that, wow, all those things did not matter that I was that I was doing, that I've done church-wise. This is it. This is it. I did not have the eternal um, guarantee of spending eternity with the Lord. And I was separated from him. And my sins did that. So that day, I gave my life to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that became the foundation of every good thing that God has done and is doing in my life. That was necessary to have experienced because the following year, my entire life changed. Um, At age 16, um, at that point, I still did not know until age 16 that my grandparents were my grandparents. And Mm. at that point, so imagine growing up, believing one thing. And then at a point as a teenager, everything just changes for you. So Mm. I was told that my biological mother wanted to meet me. Um, It was filled with mixed uh, excitement that, oh, really? So these are not my parents. So, okay. Mm -hmm. And then you begin to think back and put things together and say, okay, this makes sense now. Okay. That's why that was that. That's why this was this. And so with the mixed excitement, um, I got to meet my biological mother. However, our time was very short-lived, short-lived in the fact that I experienced the very trauma that will mark me into adulthood at the hands of my biological mother. It was, it was a, um, a traumatic one because I almost lost my life um, mm. from, the, um, from the trauma to my head, to my brain, um, losing blood and being rushed to the hospital and the stitches on my forehead with a scar there today. It's a Mm. constant reminder for me that God's hand was on me exactly like his word says. He is the owner of life and he um, knows exactly 
um, what he's doing at every time. Now, um, did he cause the trauma? Of course not, he did not. Um, because as individuals, as humans, we all have our wills, again, part of our soul that can either be submitted to him or not. And that will begin my trauma journey, basically. And, and there was one more occurrence. So in my entire um, 16 years, basically, I had that few weeks that we got to know ourselves, and that few weeks was marked with trauma. Another occurrence, which was the third occurrence we will have, was a gun being pulled to my head. So um, for me at that young age, um, the thought began to run through my mind. The first one could have been a mistake, but evidently, you know, this other one is definitely not a mistake. It was intentional, meant to do something. Um, as all life goes, I carried that experience and I relieved it multiple times. Mm -hmm. And you know, as a professional counselor, what that means. That means you are living in constant pain because you are constantly replaying the movie in your mind with so many questions on why this is that and why that is that and why you and why that. Mm -hmm. And so I carried all that. I buried it. And it was something because I grew up in a culture that you don't talk about such things and mm -hmm. you don't even, um, you don't speak up against any form of injustice whatsoever, not even to um, the elderly and not even to say from the hands of a family member. And so mm -hmm. um, as things as things will go on, um, both sides of the family, apart from my biological mother, wanted to see me begin afresh because they knew I had undergone something very, very traumatic in my life. And that was what brought me back um, to the US. So I came back to the US, basically beginning my life all over again, as if that traumatic moment that will mark me never happened. But you know. <laughs> Mm -hmm. trauma happened <laughs> you cannot you cannot think through trauma away and bury it with the mind that oh that's it and so for years i carried that torture and that torment the torment of sleepless nights and waking up with sweats on the bed mm -hmm. and nightmares and questions why will a mother do this and mm -hmm. you know all these things just playing. And all through that time, I will have skin rashes for weeks on my body. Mm -hmm. Sometimes hives, sometimes eczema for a long time. And uh, my medical records will show eczema that, wow, what is going on? All over my body, they will just pop up, you know, in different places. Mm -hmm. And... As God began to deal with me and I, I grew in my work with God, because trauma shuts you down, not just emotionally, but psychologically and spiritually. Yes. And that's why I said what happened at age 15 was the blessing of God, because without Jesus Christ saving my soul and laying his hands on me in the way that he did, I don't think I would have made it.
I definitely would not have. Um, because you know what that opens you up. You look for something to medicate the torment within you. Yes. Um, the, the depression that comes and the waves that comes at you, you look for something else. And God began to speak to me and began to open my eyes and took me to the book of Nehemiah. And that was where God began my journey towards restoration and wholeness. And I began to understand that my walls were broken, just mm-hmm. like the walls of Jerusalem were yes. broken. And God rose up a servant leader in the person of Nehemiah to rebuild those walls. Mm-hmm. And God began to show me the correlation of that. And I always say this now, God used the scriptures to heal me and to bring mm-hmm. me to a place of wholeness with the supplemental help of professional counselors that were spirit-filled. Spirit-filled because they allow the Holy Spirit and they heard from the Holy Spirit to help him point the key things that God was already showing me. And so it was like, yes, this is it. This is it. This is the reason for this. This is the reason for this. And he asked me to chronicle my journey, but boy, there was so much fear. How will I do that? How will I chronicle my journey? How will I even bring this out. It's impossible. Mm. And so for years I kept quiet. And of course, keeping quiet was more torment for my soul, Mm -hmm. Uh, more skin problems, more sleep problems. I mean, just talk about it in my mind. And as God began to take me through those 13 chapters of Nehemiah, he answered some key questions that I had. Why will a mother do this? And I realized the two perspective from the spiritual aspect and also the clinical aspect. In the culture I grew up in, melta, melta, uh, mental illness is not something that is even allowed to be talked about at all. Mm-hmm. It's not even seen at all. And so you see the same thing in our American culture, that is the same thing. And left addressed, it expresses itself in extreme situations or extreme actions and behavior, which was the case um, in uh, this issue with my biological um, mother. And as God began to unravel that and I saw the need of forgiveness and I saw the need of release and I saw the need of personal responsibility. It was counterculture because mm-hmm. how, why will you take personal responsibility for something somebody else did to you? Well, right. I had to take personal responsibility because my soul was tormented. That's mm-hmm. my responsibility. It was tormented because of anger, because of bitterness, unforgiveness, And the hopelessness and the powerlessness that was in there, the inner turmoil, the intense um, um, turmoil on the inside that shut me down. I had to take personal responsibility for all that. That was junk. That was negativity eating deep down in my soul. I wasn't experiencing the um, health that God talks about. I wasn't experiencing prosperity within my soul. And it was seeping into my body. My body was letting me know something was going on. Mm-hmm. And looking back now, I say, wow, I can understand perfectly what God was doing, what I did not understand years ago. Because, um, uh, Ms. McMillan, I taught science. Mm. <laughs> I taught science, <laughs> elementary, middle school, and high school biology. 
Yeah. <laughs> God is a master genius. So yes. I, I I had to know all that because now I see how all that fits together. Mm-hmm. Understanding the central nervous system and understanding this um, amazingness of God's power in his word and how all that comes together. And mm-hmm. so when God did that in me, he said, now I want you to help others. Yes. Uh, I am deriving so much joy, putting courage in others and letting them know, yes, you can speak about this. Don't um, get it buried in you. And then you turn into other things to medicate that. Mm-hmm. Jesus already paid the price for you to be free. And his word says, Christ has set you free to live a free life. That's, That's right. why he did that. And... Um, it all just makes sense. And I am a living witness of mm. what the power of God can do when we surrender to him. Amen. I think it's so beautiful how the Lord just spoke to you about Nehemiah and how you were compared to that temple that had those broken down walls. And if we fast forward what the Apostle Paul said, he said that we are the temples of the living God. We are the living, breathing, moving sanctuaries of the Most High God. Amen. And some of you that are even listening may be in that state where you have your walls that have been broken down because of the struggles, because of the traumas, the things that you have gone through. But as Dr. Faye Obahantini has shared with us that God is a restorer, he is a a master rebuilder, and he can help to build your life again. And so, Doctor, for those who are listening, can you share the title of your book and where it can be found so that they can get a hold of this wonderful, wonderful resource? Yes, I'll be glad to. The name of the book is Crushed to Restored, Principles of Restoration from the Book of Nehemiah. Um, They can find it on Amazon. They can find it on Barnes & Noble and um, also directly from the publisher. And if they will go actually to the website created specially to help uh, people um, unravel and get unstuck from trauma, um, they will find more information on there as well is um, www.crushed2restored, that's the number two, dot org. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I am just so grateful and thankful that we're having this conversation because I don't believe that there is enough um, emphasis that is put on the restoration of the soul today as it should be. But I am, again, just so thankful um, that we're having this conversation to help someone to get out of that land of, of being stuck and moving and advancing forward into, into that place of healing and wholeness that, that God has, has in store. Very true. And thank you for having me. I think the stigma and the label from our culture um, has contributed to that. And more so for us as a body, the body of Christ, um, it's just not something that is talked about. Um, it was very 
very encouraging to me when a friend sent me a link of a conference for the very first trauma survivor conference was last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you imagine the very first trauma survivor conference wow. was done last year? Mm-hmm. It was so encouraging because it meant like you shared earlier at the beginning, God is unveiling, unraveling and bringing things, secret things. He's exposing them because of what he has prepared for his people. And he's prepared so much for us. And he doesn't want us to be malnourished in any way, not in our spirit, not in our soul, not in our bodies. And as we take that label off and we make it okay that, yes, this is something that has to be addressed, but Jesus already paid the price. Mm -hmm. We're not looking for a price to be paid. He already did. He did on the cross. And there's no shame in getting help. And there's no shame in saying, my soul is in torment and I need help. Um, It's available. And so I'm grateful for you, for your service, for um, your profession, the expertise that you bring more so that you are a woman of God, that God is using to breathe life um, through the Holy Spirit to others in this area. Oh, amen. And I think that even as we are advancing and we are moving into these end times that God has said that he is coming back for a church that is whole in our spirit, in our soul, in our body. And I am convinced that without question that he is raising up those individuals who are addressing each and every area of who we are because we want to be in the position of being whole. We want to be in that position of um, living an abundant life because we truly want to be ready when Christ returns. We want to be uh, in that state of wholeness. We want to be walking in the fullness that he promised us here on earth and not only here, but in all of eternity. Amen. Amen. Very true. Very true. He's coming back for a whole church for real. Yes, that is so true. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Amen. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with our audience today, doctor? I will just want to encourage them along the lines of what you've already shared, that if there's ever a need for emotional health, um, it is now. Um, We, our spirits are very strong. We do very well on that. But when we go back to that scripture, we see that God also has planned some good things for our soul. And part of it is our emotional health. Mm -hmm. So we started, we talked about the soul consisting of the mind, the will and the emotion. We do very well with the mind because of information that is out there. That's how the mind grows. However, in the area of our emotions, we are the ones that have to take the responsibility and say, hey, this is going on in there. I have this in me and Mm -hmm. I need to address it. I need to confront it, confront myself and look myself in the mirror and say, there's inner turmoil here. There's anger here in my emotions. And it's kept me stuck because whether we know it or not, when you study the medical and the science correlation, 
you see that it affects your body. I'm a living witness for that. When people look at my skin now, they say, wow, my skin looks like that of a newborn baby. All the glory be to the Lord. And I'm sharing this for people to know. I don't use skin products. I'm not against it in any form, but it's again a testament of what God has done in me because the healing came from the inside. It expressed itself on the outside. And I realized peace and joy cannot coexist with unforgiveness. And all that is in the space of our emotion. And if we're to experience all that God has prepared for us because he loves us so much, we are the ones that have to say, I am taking this personal responsibility. I am confessing my sin. I am letting go of this. And I am embarking on my journey of restoration and watch what God will do. He will do a new thing in you inside and out. And the peace and joy that comes and flows is unending is unending because they're new every morning oh glory to god amen amen and amen (laughs) dr obama hinti for those who are ready or looking to walk the path of of wellness to experience emotional healing mental healing would you pray a prayer for those who are listening I will, this podcast. I will be delighted and honored to let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you, O God, even for this podcast, O God, and thank you for all those that are listening from wherever they are. Thank you for your love, O God, that is right there with them. Lord, many have said yes, they recognize the personal responsibility that they must embark on this journey. I ask for every single one, whether they're young or old, male or female, oh God, wherever they may be, whatever culture that may be. Holy Spirit, I ask you will breathe upon them the courage that comes from our Heavenly Father. You are the one that gives courage, just like you did to our Lord Jesus Christ when he said, Lord, if it be thy will, let this cup pass over me. Yet not my will, but thy will be done. And you gave him courage and he went through to the cross for us. And his sacrifice paid everything. So Holy Spirit, I ask you will breathe the same courage that these precious souls need to confront and address the trauma that has been buried in their lives. The trauma, oh God, that Father is now seeping into their health, unknowing God. And Holy Spirit, I ask you, open their eyes of understanding that they will see in new ways they've never seen before. And that's called repentance. And repentance is when we change our minds and we begin to see like you see, that they will begin to see the way you see. And Holy Spirit, I pray and I break every chain that has held them in captive, that I've held their minds captive, that I've held their soul captive through the years in tormenting them. I speak deliverance that comes out of the living God, even through these waves in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Those chains are broken. Jesus Christ, you came to set them free. Yes, God. You want them to live free. And I pronounce and I decree Mm, and I declare that freedom into their soul. Glory, glory, glory. Glory to God. I ask. You will orchestrate their steps. 
just like you do into those specific communities where they need to grow, where yes. they be vulnerable so that they can experience the entire wholeness that God has prepared for them. Thank you for each one of them because they will leave to tell the testimony. Thank you, Lord. What, oh God, you did today and what you're about to even to do for many in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, Well, Dr. Obama Hinti, again, it has been my pleasure to have you and host you on the show today. And I know that those who have been under the sound of this, this message, this interview on today, that there will be many that will be set free. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, Mrs. McMillan for having me today. I'm just honored and I thank God for the work that you're doing is a mighty great work. We need more because yes, the body needs to come into the fullness of all God has prepared. I love you and I thank God for you. Oh, I love you as well, Dr. Obama Hinti. Blessings to you and in all that you do. God bless. For health tips, faith-based education, and inspiration, visit www.rockyourworldnaturally.com and on Facebook at Facebook forward slash rockyourworldnaturally and Twitter at twitter.com forward slash rockyourworld28. 